Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Well, it is still relevant to say Happy New Year. But what does the year 2023 hold? For some people, the only way a year can be better is if they're richer. (laughs) But there's more to life than that. There's more to be a leader than that. How can you be a better leader in 2023? Remember that an objective without a plan is just a wish. So, not only must we have goals, we must have plans to reach our goals. Don't go anywhere. Stick with me. We'll be back right after these messages. Voice of Change is offered by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olajumoke Adenowo. And you can reach me on Instagram, Adjumoke Adenowo. And we're looking at how we can become better leaders in 2023. One of the greatest crises of the 21st century, as all leaders will agree, is actually leadership. Polls have been taken of young people worldwide. And it's been found that young people just distrust leadership, distrust institutions. Yes, banks the government, there's a distrust. There is a failure of leadership worldwide. This is what we can see in the leftist tendencies of the populace in a lot of elections that have been taken. What then is the problem? I'm going to be leaning on a lot of books I've read over the years. So if it sounds like something you've read somewhere, it's probably from there. But a lot of the books on self-improvement in the last 50 years have differed markedly from the books on self-improvement that were written 200 years ago. So in the last 50 years, the books on self-improvement have all been about the personality ethic, about your image, about how you're seen, about your appearance, your public persona, your social interaction. In one word, fake it till you make it. But before then, to 50 years ago, What did the writers focus on? They focused on the character ethic, on integrity, on humility, courage, honesty, proactivity. In one word, they cared about who you were and not what you appeared to be. The personality ethic focuses on what you appear to be and it soon crumbles under pressure, which is why you elected that popular politician whose rhetoric was so great, but when he got into office, the very first temptation, he tumbled. Because there was nothing there. There was no foundation. I'm an architect. I'm the principal architect of AD Consulting. And as an architect, I knew that the foundation of a building is what matters the most. Never mind what people see on the outside, which is what you rave about. Wow, it's wool glass. My goodness, it's six stories tall. And do you know the important thing about the building? The higher it is going, the deeper the foundation is. 
Therefore, when you're building a life that will reach to the skies and have a legacy forever, while you are building your foundation, your neighbor who doesn't care about the depth of his legacy could be short. It could be nothing. He would have started building. He would be out of the ground and he'd be painting his house and roofing it while you are still digging. It's a bit like a carrot, isn't it? Character ethic is the foundation. The personality ethic has its place, but it's nothing without being who you are. We succeed from inside out. If you do not have the capacity within you, it doesn't matter the amount of success that is placed upon you. You soon reduce it to the capacity you can handle. Do you know how this was discovered by psychologists? They found out that people who won the lottery within a short space of time were soon back to their financial situation before the lottery was won. Why? They still think at the level they were thinking before they made the money. Yes, the way they were thinking. Remember how many times I've said on this broadcast that it is the thinking of a leader that separates him from everybody else. Now, nobody sees your thinking. They see your suit. They see your tie, your crisp white shirt, or whatever you're wearing. They do not see the way you are thinking. Therefore, I can put the suit on you. But without the proper thinking, you can soon reduce yourself to rags. So what is the way out? How do I develop capacity? There are no shortcuts to this. There are two types of people in the world, reactive people and proactive people. And all the literature and studies suggest that leaders are proactive people. They lead from the inside out. We all have a circle of concern. What bothers us? The economy, politics, uh, leadership in the country, the weather. But it's a circle of concern over which we have no influence. Then we all have a circle of influence. What you can control. And that usually lies within yourself. Your thoughts, your choices, your emotions, your attitude, your body of knowledge. To be honest, you are seen as more successful the more your circle of influence begins to coincide with your circle of concern, which means the more you're able to influence the things that concern you, the more successful, the more in control you begin to feel. However, I need to give you an example how in this framework, a proactive person and a reactive person both take an exam. They both fail. A reactive person says, the lecturer does not like me. Or they didn't teach us this in class. The proactive person says, I need to look inwards. What can I do? I must study harder. I must study broader. Oh, there's someone in my class who understands this. Let me ask him. Let me study with those who actually pass the exams. The reactive person merely reacts to things that happen to him. But the proactive person focuses on things that are within their control and they take responsibility for their own success or failure. The choice is yours, my listener. You may join all the others and complain that the economy is the reason why you cannot thrive in your country. Or you might decide that I do agree that my leaders could be much better. In fact, they're failing and the economy is failing. But since I cannot single-handedly change the leader or improve the leader, what can I practically do? And when you decide what you can practically do to change the things you've evaluated that you do not want to see in your life anymore, you then set smart goals to begin to achieve the things you have decided are within your control and you can change.